Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy, and we are here to bring you all of the action from all of this Hatsu Basho 2022 that feels weird saying that. It does. It does. Hello, everyone. Not content to do one podcast every day. This time we've decided to do it all in one day. So we'll be running down every single bout from the start. We'll go through them all. <laughs> we'll describe them all one by one. How I about that? I don't mind that idea. I think that would be probably 12 hours of podcast there. Yes. Just doing that. And bearing in mind the heat here, it would be quite the feat for us. I think we'd probably get into the Guinness Book of Records or something for it. Well, to set the scene... Uh, we are in a very hot room. Our house has no <laughs> aircon in the studio. It's 35 degrees today in Melbourne, which is 95 degrees Fahrenheit, if you're from that part of the world. And we've just turned the fan off. Yep, we've done it. We've done it. That's our commitment to sound quality, our commitment to you. We're going to bring you fan-free sumo yeah, podcasting. Absolutely. But it's very hot. Yeah, oh, we're boy. stuck in a bit of a heating cooling loop in our house, to be honest. Where every <laughs> winter we go, oh, we've got to fix this heating solution. And then yeah. every summer we go, we've got to fix this cooling. But we, we kind of never do. And so now we've got, the, we've got the cooling guys coming on Friday and we're going to sort uh, it out. Can I stop you there? Cooling people because so cooling people. sorry, I don't know if this is news to you, but women can also install Look, cooling. I use guys as an all inclusive term, so take that. It's very out of fashion to do that. I know, actually, we had a big talk at work on it. Yeah. So, so um, cooling, uh, check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's going to be. You check yourself. Hatsu Basho. I'm so hot already. <laughs> my face feels like it's on yeah, fire. Like it's if like, I put my hands on my cheeks, yeah. it, it feels like hotter than a hot plate. Yeah. Well, don't, I think don't I touch your fry. cheeks. I could fry. There was a classic ad in on Australian TV for a long time. You remember the frying egg on the car? Was it the bonnet of a car? No, it was a paint tin. Oh, paint tin, yes, Because this course. was house paint showing that the paint could uh, weather these amazing Australian summers. Can't tell you the brand, so that advertising didn't work, <laughs> which I suspect it often doesn't. Well, that's my face. Crack yeah. an egg on my face and it would actually cook right now. Okay, don't touch your face is I think is okay. the uh, advice I'm going to give you. Give you Hatsu Basho. Yeah. So we took a Basho off. I think this is the first thing we have to mm. talk about. Why did we do that? Well, we, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for landing this on yeah. me to do all the explaining. Um, we have been doing this for quite a while, two and a half years. Yeah, We've done a, a lot years. of days of sumo and um, we obviously love the sport very much, but we, we were finding it, just to be brutally honest, a lot of work. We both work full time. Um, and you had, you were doing a lot of jobs outside yeah, work as November, well. November active. was particularly hard. I was getting up in the morning, working on, uh, I was mixing for a documentary, yeah. doing that, doing a nine to five and then doing, you know, it's approximately five until, I mean, we upload at nine, nine thirty mm. if we're lucky. And it was just a bit much. Um, and, and to give you an idea of the commitment of Sumo Mainichi, I think probably <laughs> In our first year of podcasting, I went went into hospital mm. to have some surgery surgery that was completely unexpected. Amy would come in while I was like they'd given me some morphine for the pain. <laughs> yeah. I would nod off. You would watch the bouts, and then after visiting hours were over, go home and do the podcast. I would then wake up when my morphine had uh, finished and I was in pain, and then I would listen to the podcast. Yeah, so to make you feel better. Yeah, well, nice. it was it was very very nice, but. 
Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and we're not trying to, you know, big note ourselves or anything. We're just saying that perhaps what it started to do a little bit was take away the joy of watching yeah. the sport. And you guys all know, you audience, <laughs> oh, no, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck in a rut. You legends all know the joy of watching the sport. It is so freaking fun and it's good to analyse it yeah. as it happens and it's good to, you know, work out who's in form and whose footwork is good and who's doing funny faces or whatever. But when you only when you have to do that sort of nonstop, I guess it was just um, taking away from some of the, the fun of, of watching a sport. And, and I have to say... Um probably to preface this episode, a lot of, I'll, I'll speak for myself, my insights are very high level in general <laughs> because I deliberately detached and didn't yeah. read too much, didn't think too much, uh, didn't spend too much time on Sumo DB while I was watching. I just watched the Sumo. Yeah. And can I tell you, it was uh, the best thing for me. It was joyous. Yeah, actually. it was really, really good. And what a basho. It was so fantastic. The reason that we're telling you this is that... Um, we're not sure exactly what we're going mm. to do um, from now on, but we just wanted to say thank you to everyone who communicated with us when we said we were taking the break. We felt overwhelmed by the support and the, I mean, I'll, I'll call it the love that, you know, people were showing us and, and how much you, you valued and enjoyed the podcast. And so we we said all of this to say thank you basically yeah. for um, understanding what we put in and for listening and for um you know, valuing it when it wasn't there all of a sudden. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep everyone informed with what we'll do. We obviously decided to do this, so that's a good sign, I think. Talk yeah. about Hatsu. Well, let's talk about Hatsu. Mitakumi, what a genius. We we were swirling around. We, we were doing a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling, a lot of running around the couch. It, How did you feel? The thing is with Mitakumi, we've been through it too many times. Week one goes well. Yep. You're like, finally he's found some consistency. Finally he's found a way just to do his style of sumo every day. You slide into that first weekend or middle weekend and it all falls to pieces. Yeah, we even gave a, a Jurio special prize out once called the Mitakumi Award for, mm. for um, choking in the second week, which we will now have to redact. But it became apparent, uh, I would say mid-week of week one, that things look different. Yeah. He was approaching his sumo very economically, very stoically, uh, looked very, very solid. And, you know, you could see Western sumo social media start to pick up a bit of vibe, which we, we see a lot with Mitakumi. People want him to do well. But as that weekend passed and he still looked good, it started to feel like it could be real. I think so. And we talk a lot about the vortex and I was I was... I get into it very quickly with Mitakumi. He does a few days well and I'm, you know, swirling around. You, in fact, I think you use the VIP lane yeah. <laughs> for the Vortex. Yeah, Other everyone people else has to step aside. Exactly. It's my Vortex. You show your card, they're like, right this way. <laughs> and I was in it and I, I for once, it was justified. <laughs> but I, I totally agree with you in that he looked solid. His footwork looked really good. He was down on his yeah. um, haunches in a way. That, that kind of Kisnesato style at the Tawara where he took people over and then he crouched in that position a yeah. couple of times. He was able to combat um, attacks against him and just looked a little bit above this time. He also looked a lot like he was starting to care. That The other thing I've uh. um, got annoyed at Mitakumi over is is that sometimes he, he'll lose and it, you feel like maybe he doesn't care or he's not 
putting in the effort required to get past that step? I think it's a very tricky thing to try to understand the headspace of a Mm. rikishi. Yeah. Or of another person, in fact. Um, How you can apply your internal life and your internal (laughs) thought processes. Do you know some people don't hear a voice in their head? Yeah, I have. I have heard that. (laughs) (laughs) But I completely agree. He had a different air about him. He... It was like he ascended. Yeah. And it felt... And <laughs> Getting so dramatic well, about it. Well, come on. I feel this you show, this is his third you show, Mitakumi. Yep. yep. More than quite a few Yokozuna. Well, few. well some. Um, this was the one that mattered. And I think this was the one done under great adversity. I, I think at least one were done with depleted Yokozuna ranks. Now, we could yep. say... And we'll talk about it later about Terunofuji seemed to suffer an injury uh, late in that second week that made him lose his stability. But still, Mitakumi had a lot of pressure on him. I, I think that that's sometimes I wonder, is that behind the second week fadeaway? Sometimes mm. when suddenly the media starts talking, the, the Japanese uh, sumo crowd mm. love him. Does that get too much? But Well, when we went to the sumo... Um, we noticed that there was a massive Mitakumi fan base mm. and I haven't seen it as big in the crowd. I mean, we don't get every shot of the crowd, but they were on, they were right up the back to be fair. Maybe they don't show them that often, but there were probably about 25, 30 people with homemade banners and they were chanting and they all had the, the supporters outfits on. I wonder if they've dwindled a little bit mm. throughout the years. He won his first U show in 2018. It's not that long ago. No, I think it's ages ago. <laughs> July yeah. 2018, his second one in September 2019, and he's sat at Sekiwake and Upper Magashira mm. and Komasubi since then. And people have been waiting for him to fulfil that promise that he showed in those two. He took long enough to get the second. You know, he took a year and a few months to get the second. And to get this third, he's taken even longer, but it's the third that's carried him too, we found out today. Ozeki. Yeah. Ozeki, it's happening. January 26th which is um, a, pretty unpleasant, a pretty unpleasant day in Australia too. Yeah. It's, um, it's called Australia Day and it's um, also we call it Invasion Day because it's uh, a signifier of a really terrible time in our history, um, the, you know, basically wiping out of the Indigenous people yep. and it's a, it's a horrible day. We try to – ignoring it is the wrong word, but, you know, well, Australia's I, engaging with it yeah. in a certain – Way, but to have Mitakumi well, become Ozeki. I know. What a, what a great focus that for that day. <laughs> Something nice to take you. Yeah, what a great focus for that day instead. And I have to say, I love how fast this has moved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they said before the JSA, didn't they, that yeah. they weren't even considering this an Ozeki run. And for good reason. Yeah. Nine wins. Nine wins in the first run. Yep. Whatever last one. 11 time. wins yep. Basho before. And now... The Yusho tipped it over and beating Terunofuji tipped it over. So um, all of a sudden it was on. Yeah. They introduced it to him, the concept of yeah, becoming during- an Ozeki during the interview in front of everybody. Now, I had my camera zoomed in nice and close, ready for tear watch, and I got it. And yeah. apparently it was the time when they said to him, you know, you're now going to be considered for Ozeki. Well, did you notice a little smile creep across his face then? Yeah. Wait, do you think that was news to him? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because they then said, has this been a long time coming? And he said, yes, very long. Well, I mean, has consistent sumo in the second week been a long time coming? <laughs> I think the answer to that is yes. Very good call. So he's going to get big fish. He's going to give oh. us our, his 
Ozeki Pledge. So much to look forward to next week. Can we just quickly jump back to the Mitakuyumi fan club that you spoke of earlier? Mm. There was a very important person in the crowd on day 15. Oh, yeah. His mum. His mum. And what looked like maybe other members of his family as well. We weren't sure exactly who they were, but she was just too far up the back. Bring her down the front, number one, so she can be like... Well, why can't they get their family members better tickets? Yeah, I wondered. Well, maybe she likes that spot. She was what? just... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> ...going off. Well, maybe it's her favourite box. Who she knows? was uh, beside herself. Yeah, just on the phone to other people going, you know, telling them about it, so proud, taking selfies of it, just like... Loving it. Ugly so crying too. Ugly crying. And as someone who was also ugly crying, I was yeah. like, good on you. Heaving <laughs> with emotion. Let, let's go back to that final bout. Um, so much riding on it. Mitakumi, Terunofuji. Mitakumi, if he wins, he takes the Yusho. Terunofuji, if he won, would force a three-way playoff. Yeah, so that three-way playoff was from against the winner of Kodnawaka and Arby. They both came into the final date, 11 and 3. This brings into, I'd just like to speak briefly here about your dynamic Turakumi oh, idea. Okay. Because this bout was so early in the day that we knew this already. Put this bout before, like just flip it around. Just do whatever you want with the Turakumi on the final day. Yeah, so, dynamic. Well, I, so the concept is the DTS, the di- dynamic Turakumi system, doesn't just apply to day 15. Mm. You can apply it when you want to apply Make it. Make the call on the day. Exactly. Like they come out and you go, oh, actually it'd be better if you came out later, go Love back it. in. Exactly right. And I think that's, so what we're talking about is locking in the Torakumi the day before. Yep. Old fashioned. Yeah. It's from the 1970s. It doesn't reflect modern day society. Mm-hmm. It doesn't uh, talk to the TikTok crowd. <laughs> yeah. They need, w- they need to adjust it in 15 seconds or whatever. Exactly, exactly right. So the idea is. I mean, you have a goal in mind, which is to make sumo as exciting and dynamic mm-hmm. as you can. This system allows the Torakumi to change during the day. Yeah. Not before it starts, yeah. but as it happens. Yeah, and it also employ Dave to uh, operate this system so that we can move to Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I need a little booth. Yeah, yeah. Give him a booth. And a couple of iPads. Yeah, and some headphones. And some headphones, yeah. And a little yeah. Madonna microphone to let everyone know what's happening <laughs> next, to tell Connor Walker and Arby to go back in because oh. they're going to have their bout later. So they would throw – so one bout would conclude. They would throw to me up in the DTS booth. To say which to bout say, was next. You just do it oh, all on field. Shit. So everyone's got to like be ready. meditating, <laughs> going, who do I feel next? It's Chiamaru. Well – it would be me also. I think you'd have to have an octopus and a tank. With, like, <laughs> or, well, choosing, helping me choose. Mm. Yeah. But but I think I can't, I don't know. You're right. So so the Abi caught a shore hall bout. Uh, Kodnawaka. Uh, Kodnawaka, yep. sorry. Bout was quite early in the day. What if that was before? Yeah, straight before. Straight yeah. before. Yeah. Um, Mitakumi, Terunofuji. Uh, so going into that bout. Yeah, look, it wasn't. We got ourselves It wasn't. I know, I know. But, but I've, I... Anyway, I feel it could be more uh, exciting for everyone if we just didn't lock it in so early. The the bout itself, well, I think it was a reflection on the last few days of this basho. Terunofuji looked uncomfortable on the back foot, which is the thing that has saved him so many times, this basho, the basho before. And Mitakumi was just able to um, 
manipulate that situation so that got Terunofuji off balance. Terunofuji had no footwork or mm. no confidence in the strength of his knees. Mm. I don't know what it was, but we, we've seen so many Rikishi put in amazing efforts. We saw Ura do it. Uh, and it's, it seems impossible that you can't get Terunofuji over the bales. We saw Meisei do it quite easily and then we saw Mitakumi do it as well. Yeah, Terunofuji did look uh, more powerless, which mm. is not quite the way to say it, but um, he couldn't mount the defence. Yeah against Mitakumi's attack that he needed to, that he had been able to do on other days. There was also a moment when Mitakumi charged first and Terunofuji did put up some kind of defence, pushed Mitakumi back and then Mitakumi, he didn't wait. And I think yes. that was the difference yep. between his sumo in the second week this time and normally, <laughs> you have to say, he he would wait a little bit longer before attacking and here he just charged again and he charged at such a... Such a perfect time that Tonofuji had no chance to to stand solid. Yeah. It was really great to see. It was yeah, really it impressive was. to see from Mitakumi and it led to him getting in the first Yusho car, in the first Yusho parade for a long time with his buddy Aoyama, Danny Boy, in the car with him. You, you showed me that. Um, you walked up to me and showed me that photo and I immediately walked away and sat down because I didn't realise how much I missed getting in the back of a nice car with the top down yeah. and going, I just want a you show. I'm with my mate. He's not from my hair. Yeah, yeah. He's just from the, he had to be from the Ichimon, but he wasn't from the hair because uh, Mitakumi doesn't have any secretary buddies. Tell me, if you had to choose one ricochet to ride in the back of a car with, Aoyama is such a great oh, choice. He brings the party, I Doesn't reckon. he? I reckon he might be undervalued in terms of party times and, and buddy status. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. And there's a photo I just saw just mm. before actually of Hakuho like guiding Mitakumi into the car. He's like, because Hakuho, we'll talk about this in a little bit. Hakuho wants to be involved now, right, with the younger Rikishi. He's everywhere. And he's standing next to the car. He's like ushering Mitakumi in with an arm. He's like, what you've got to do here, mate, is stand up in the car. You know, you've got to. And Mitakumi's like, I've done Jeez. it two times before. I know what to do. Yeah, but when you've got someone who's done it 46 times yeah. before, there's so much insight that mm. he can bring to getting into the car. Yeah. Um, that Mitakumi would have no idea about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he did do it in a particular spectac particularly spectacular <laughs> fashion. Yeah, I mean, Mitaka, I mean the, the way that uh, Hakuho, let's talk about him now. Okay. Because I feel that when we look back on our deathbeds and we think <laughs> about Hatsubasho 2022, we'll remember obviously this Mitakumi Yusho, mm -hmm. but we'll also remember a presence in the Hanamichi Magaki Oyakara, a.k.a. Hakuho. He was there. He was just active, waiting for everybody, to spying them out as they, they finished their match and they came down towards him and he was ready for a, a whole lot of different interactions. Well, can I give you my top three? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, in, at number three, Ishiura had a particularly good win <laughs> on day two, I think. Oh, I can't remember, yep. Uh, we saw, can I call him Magaki? Uh, I feel yeah. very uncomfortable with that. I'll you call him Magaki. call him Magaki. Yeah. Uh, Magaki, you saw on the Hanamichi shot, him come out fist bump Ishura and then hightail it out of there. Yeah. The reason was he was meant to be in the commentary yes. booth. 
Yes. He went down. He was so moved by Ishira's performance and who hasn't been, uh, that he needed to be down there completely. Love it. I mean, he is, he is in Miyagino, so that's okay. Like they have that link of, of the same stable. Sure. But. Ignores his media like, commitments. The poor old, the poor old main commentator in this. Oh, this no. He's had to deal with a lot. <laughs> He's had to deal with trying to get ki- an aging oh. Kitna Fuji, let's be fair, to stop just going. Well, <laughs> like I'm assuming that, that um, NHK would have a cough button on the mic, meaning you can mute your mic if you need to cough. Yeah. Oh, Kitna Fuji doesn't need it. Well, he leans into the mic yeah. to cough. Anyway. <laughs> he had to deal with <clears throat> Chiotori in his first um, stint in the in the special commentary, just let's, basically not saying anything. Let's park that because I want to talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's also dealing with Magaki Oyakata not turning up to his commentary stint because he's fist bumping Ishiura in the Hanamichi. Love it. All right, that's number three. Number two was... What I would describe as a a very uh, special moment when Ura, after putting up a valiant effort against Mm -hmm. Terunofuji Mm -hmm. in his loss, Mm -hmm. down the Hanamichi, reviewing the footage on the iPad with uh, Magaki. Yep. And then both sharing a laugh as Ura landed on his ass outside of the (laughs) Atawara. And so they showed picture in picture of Ura and Magaki Oyakata watching the picture. Yeah. That was lovely. Beautiful. I really liked that. I thought it showed, I mean, it showed what a special Rikishi Ure is, to be fair, because he's giving him that time. And I think he does choose who he, he talks to and interacts yeah, with. That's, I, I agree with that. He um, does. And also Ura being able to laugh at himself because he put up such a valiant effort against Fuji number one, but to end up just kind of bouncing out <laughs> on your butt, <laughs> is, you know, you don't feel great. And he was able to have a bit of a laugh about it and get a little bit of coaching maybe at the end. He was like, hey, don't Don't get bounced out on your butt. (laughs) (laughs) And my number number one, one? my number one Magaki moment Mm -hmm. was uh, Teretsuyoshi. Oh, yes. So Teretsuyoshi, and again, I'm coming at this from high level. We weren't paying the greatest amount of of attention in terms of uh, writing notes. Teretsuyoshi lost, I'm going to say it's about day 12 or 13. Day 14. Day 14. Ended up off the doyo, mm-hmm. as he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jumps up with such great energy, just leaps back up on the doyo. Crowd go wild. Teretsuyoshi leapt up on the doyo, jumped up like he was full of energy. Yeah, it's like that that gym, that special gym. Oh, yeah. F45. F45. You do the big jumps and then you just get bigger and bigger. And Teretsuyoshi does the biggest mm. right up. Back onto the doyo. Yeah. And so when he went down the Hanamichi, Magaki was there. They, they enjoyed that moment together. Now, this, I need to have a bit of a talk about Hakuho. I'm talking about Hakuho here and not Magaki. Yep. He left the sport on a very sour note for me. I don't think it's any secret. I hated the way he beat Terunofuji in mm. his final bout. I thought it was dirty. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, cheap. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was gutless. <laughs> and I thought, I don't really want this guy hanging around this sport slash cultural artifact. Did you really think that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I was like... A strong I, reaction. Well, I think we spoke about it at the time. I, I just didn't like it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like to, to, to hit him so hard in the face was uncalled mm. for. Now, Magaki Oyakata, different story. I love the energy that he's bringing. I love the guidance that he's bringing. 
the generosity yeah. of his knowledge and the joy that he's he's enjoying with these ricochets. Yeah. He's certainly, he's certainly putting himself in the spotlight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we can't be surprised about that. But, yeah, yeah. But I feel this energy is what we need in yeah. sumo right I, now. I'm really enjoying it. And so we've started a – what's the uh, platform where you get signatures in Australia? Not GoFundMe. Uh, change.org? <laughs> change.org. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell you, never sign a change.org thing because they just hammer you with emails. Oh, yeah, there's a lot so of So hard to unsubscribe. Yeah. Anyway, but we have a change.org to permanently implant Magaki in the Hanamichi. <laughs> he should do East and West alternate days so that people can enjoy the guidance. Yeah. But he's there just to watch the replays on the iPad. Yeah, so he shouldn't have to sit down, you're saying, and actually do the security. No, it's a new role. Yeah. Oh, he would love oh. to have a new role made for him. I think you should have to sit down and do security like everybody else, but then sometimes he gets to get up. Oh, I mean, that's okay. basically no, what it is it... now. He just does whatever he wants. He's not really doing Look, I would say he can be standby for security. Like if things get out of control, yeah. jump in. Yeah. But I think the other ex Rikishi can handle it. But he's just there imparting knowledge to people outside of his hair, laughing and enjoying sumo mm. and just bringing that lighter side to his personality. <laughs> Loves to be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, I don't even think it's that. Yeah. I, I just, like, the, the footage I saw, he just loves sumo. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you, you've you spoken at length about this sumo smile. And I think that uh, the simple interpretation of that is you smile after you finish sumo, but he's embodying mm. sumo smile. I think I think we're luckily, lucky to have him continue in the sport. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I think that's the top level thing, isn't it? Like a lot of former Yokozuna have have decided to leave and fair enough. And for him to continue and, you know, use all his wealth and his knowledge in the sport um, would be a privilege because he is the greatest of all time. And it's 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 interesting to see. Well, to, to see him just stand next to Rikishi as a peer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I've completely... Turned around. Yeah. But, you know, I'm dividing Hakuho and Magaki as two different He does people. seem to honestly enjoy <laughs> it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would say that. Look, there are a few other things that we really enjoyed this, <laughs> this special that we're going to go into now instead of talking about the, the actual sumo. There was a couple in the crowd who had who were there every single day, a woman and a man, and then once there were two women and then once there was a man and a man. So I don't know whether. Was there a man on man? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. So they, th- this duo were there every day and they had the same towels. They had their big bags full of presumably food and their <laughs> towels. And they had three people that they always got their duo, both of them got their towels out for, Chiyomaru, Teretsuyoshi and Tobizaru. And every single day they... They both held their towels up for those three guys. They had they didn't see that much success. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I have to say, yeah. uh, Chiyomaru uh, Makakoshi just uh, Teretsuyoshi Makakoshi and uh, Tobizaru six nine, yeah, okay. Makakoshi as well. So they did look disappointed a whole lot of this time, but they were goals for me. If I can go to the sumo at one point every single day, take all my towels, and just hold them up and just love sumo. Yeah. I mean, look, really though, three towels, is that enough? No, they need more. Yeah. And they need some jurea. They need to get in on jurea actually. They're, <laughs> they're a bit 
bit more Gucci focused. Can you get Jurio towels? Well, people who've been up before and and now oh, you could get a okay. Kodashoho kind of one. That Jeez. would have been successful this time around. <laughs> then there's a lady who loves. I don't know oh, loves. Yeah. I'm projecting this on her, but she's a big fan of Diamami. Hang on, I think you could safely say loved here. She's got a Diamami. Maybe it's his mum. I just don't know. Diamami hoodie, Diamami banners like homemade. Diamami maybe T-shirt at some point I saw. Just loves Diamami. Also, you know, didn't have huge success. He went seven and eight, but he she got enough wins. They didn't show her every day, so I didn't know if she was there every day, but I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that was hard to tell. Um, the hoodie looked like she might have screen printed it herself. Yeah. Which I have a lot of respect for. Oh, I value that. Because I don't think you can go online and buy one of those. Diamami hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll be proven wrong when we get back there and we go into the Kokuki Gun <laughs> shop. There'll be like, 12 wow. options for Diamami hoodies. Um, and we were treated to Dr. Takasu, the uh, plastic surgeon who uh, used to advertise a lot on Abema, but yeah, doesn't seem to anymore. Yeah, I notice he doesn't anymore. He used to run that ad where you would go, he's selling a lifestyle mm. rather than cosmetic surgery. So you'd, you'd <laughs> see people, uh, you know, sipping cocktails on a rooftop bar and like... Splashing into pools. Yeah, massive lips. Uh, And then planes flying over and fireworks going off. And then you'd see he was a cosmetic Really high eyebrows. (laughs) But it wasn't even that. I'm having a great time. I I don't even think you saw people with cosmetic surgery in it. It really was about the lifestyle. Everyone was very beautiful in the ads, you have to say. Could be coincidence. (laughs) So he was there with his wife. Well, I can only presume, could be a young lover at the (laughs) start. Don't sue us, Dr. Takasu, or anyone involved with his estate. Um, <laughs> early on in the basho, he had uh, the sequined top. She had the sequined top and they both had sequined masks. He was there at the end by himself, trouble in paradise, with the sequined top and sequined mask. But it just goes to show, like, embrace the mask and make it fabulous. Exactly, exactly. Now, can I just back you up a few steps there? Let's <laughs> sure. say Dr. Takasu was having... An extramarital affair. Well, Let, a lot no, of plastic surgeons. Well, my dad's a plastic surgeon, so. <laughs> oh. Okay, hang on. But let me let me finish this thought. Mm. If you are a plastic surgeon and you are going to have an extramarital affair, mm. would you a book tickets in the front row of the sumo? Oh yeah. Would you b wear matching sequenced <laughs> sequin jacket and mask? There's no c. I don't know if you know well, about. See, choose to bring your beautiful wife to the sumo with you, who you've well, never <clears throat> had any ma- extramarital affair with. Well, I choose option C, which I think is the case. Yes, well, I think that confirms that he, it must be his wife and not a young lover, as yeah, you said. I, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> we don't we we don't often talk about the crowd, do we? I mean, well, the crowd's brilliant, yeah. and we enjoyed it when we were there. Yep. I really like the group, the groups. I'm not sure if this is happening at the moment, but the school groups who go, um, yeah. and they'll just bring them in for, a, you know, half an hour at the end or an hour at the end. And they all, you know, some of them are really into it and having a, a good excursion. And some of them are like, well, what the hell is this? Yeah. How, how is this learning? Yeah. What am I learning about? The Mitakumi fan club, as we mentioned, we sat close to, and, um, then, you know, some people up in the back rows who don't know that much about sumo. Now, one of the things about the fan clubs mm. is that you will recognise them because they wear a particular kind of jacket. Mm. 
And mm. I remember the very, very first time we went to the sumo mm. in Tokyo, you said, I need one of those jackets. Yeah. How can I get one of those yeah. jackets? And something magical happened oh. this week. Well, check our Instagram. I got one. <laughs> and I would like to say thanks to a friend of the podcast, Ben Marshman, whose name we always say in full, against <laughs> yeah. all privacy things. <laughs> uh, we have to, to uh, for putting me onto this. So, yeah, it was a, some kind of eBay business, Japanese eBay. I don't know. I just, I just bid the maximum, to be yeah. honest. Paid some maximum postage to get it to <laughs> Melbourne, Australia. But it didn't take too long, did it? It was a couple of weeks. No, really, it was very quick. Japan. I did pay quite a lot of money. So yeah. I'm glad about that. And I'm now an official member of the Kisunasato fan club. Hey, but what a nice surprise. You knew you were getting the jacket, but when you pulled out of the box, it was signed. Oh, it's got his signature on the yeah. back. I'm never very, washing very it, nice. no. which is a problem because it's been 35 degrees Celsius for about <laughs> the been, last you be wearing weeks. it every day. It's a bit stinky, but I'm never washing it. Um, it'll go into the, the box with my MacGyver um, uh, autograph. I'm not really an autograph person. I've, I've never really been one to mm. put people up on a pedestal, but there's two in my life, MacGyver and I mean, Richard Dean Anderson. Richard, sure. Well, he's MacGyver. Sure. Um, and Kiznasato, Nishonozeki Oyakata. Yeah, we, we did consider, like, we thought is the frame, should we frame this jacket? Mm. But we thought, nah. Nah. It's got to live. Stink it up. <laughs> it's a... It's a piece of clothing. Get it out there. I mean, you'll take it to the sumo next time we go, which yeah. might be this year, might not be. I already wore my T-shirt that I made for um, with Kissing the Sato's yeah. name on it, but it was way before I knew anything yeah. about Japanese and I put his full last name but then just one kanji of his first name on it because I thought that was included in his last name. So I've already got a precedent of you know, I don't think it's the worst thing. Merch, it's, like, it's like saying... Um, oh, I'm embarrassed because I've got John Bon Jovi on my T-shirt instead of just Bon Jovi. Well, it's J Bon Jovi or Jot. It's more like Jot Bon Jovi. No, I think that's his full first name. Jot. The one kanji. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Well, you wouldn't have. Yeah, I think it is. All right, let's move on. (laughs) I do like Jot Bon Jovi. (laughs) I'm getting a T-shirt made that says Jot Bon Jovi for when I never go to his concert. (laughs) Hey, let's talk about special prizes. Yeah. Shall we? Yep. Yep. So Abi, he got the shukun shot. So he beat, we we didn't end up saying the result of that, he beat Kotonowaka in an amazing Uh. bout. So back and forth, such a great bout for those two to come together. And it was, either of them could have won it. Abi came out on top, which was great because he did did really, really well. Um, And they gave him shukun shot. Totally deserved to. Just to zoom out a little bit, we've been very critical of the if-win prizes. Yeah. Now that I was faced with a situation where we had three definites going into day 15, I'm like, oh, no, I want some if-wins. Oh, okay. Because a few people missed out. Oh, yeah, the We'll get to those later, but I kind of felt... Don't limit it to three. I think yeah. there were there were more than three brilliant performances that I needed if they to be. Being careful with the prizes or something, like they feel like they've given them out, and people haven't deserved them or something. Kodnawaka, he didn't miss out. He got the Kanto Show, 
So that is fantastic for him. And so, completely deserved. What a performance. Yeah, 11 like four. Amazing. At Migashira 14, we did look at his, He it took a while before he started fighting up. Abi 12-3 yeah. at Migashira 6. He will go into the Sanyaku. There's some uh, debate about exactly where he will land, but it could be it could be Sekiwake. And Ura also could be Sekiwake. So, like... Who doesn't want either of those at this yeah, point yeah. in proceedings? And then we had Mitakumi who got the Ginosho yep. um, technique. And I think that's okay because he did, like, for me he won that Ginosho because he didn't, he did not shit technique in the second week. <laughs> it's a funny one, isn't it, for him to get? Yeah. Because to me I, I would think an outstanding performance might be more suitable. I didn't feel like his. Well, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, Oshidashi times two, Yorikiri, three Oshidashis, Yorikiri, Oshidashi, Yorikiri, Oshidashi, Yorikiri. Yeah, so... Hikiotashi, Oshidashi, Okuridashi, Yorikiri. So it's not for a, a weird technique. It's for perhaps consistency of technique. Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it's it? It's interesting, yeah. I, I, when I saw that, I'm like, I mean, he's, you know, if, if you talk about it in terms of his technique, his technique has been really good. Yeah, good But in terms technique. of the, the breadth, of what he showed us. We, we saw nothing. Yeah, but it does expand out the prize, doesn't it? So that when we talk yeah, about it in yeah. future Basho, we can think, okay, they might give this for a absolutely outstanding um, Ashitori or yeah. Amiuchi or something yeah, that's yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. that we've never seen before. Or they can give it for solid, consistent technique. So it's either, it's we should consider it its technique prize or lack of technique prize. no. No, no, it's you know technique I mean? or technique. Oh, I see. Mm. It's technique, whoa, yeah. or technique, technique, like good job. Yeah, you do your oshidashi and yeah. yorikiri. <laughs> you commit to that good and on you mate. get it. Yeah. Like usually you wouldn't get that, but you got it. I mean, we're trying to make sense of these prizes and they're very random. Well, I, I feel like that gave me insight into the prize. Yeah. I really feel like that, that opened it up for me. Who got shafted? Well, there's one name that stands above all the Rikishi who got shafted. I would have loved them all to get a prize this time. <laughs> oh, cause sure. Endless optimism here. It's just that kind of, of basho Ishiura. Yeah. Because I, I think if, if we expanded what we think of the technique prize, mm-hmm. to go let's reward a Rikishi who has sorted himself out technique-wise, mm-hmm. who has found a groove, who has been consistent, who has yeah. stood tall every day. I think Ishira absolutely was robbed, be it technique prize. I would have been happy with an if win on final day for, I, I probably wouldn't say outstanding performance, but I'd say. Uh, fighting spirit. Fighting spirit. Mm. Yeah. He went 11-4 at Magashira 12. And I think you're right in that he found his, in this basher particularly, I mean, he hasn't had a double, you told me he hasn't had a double figure. Oh, a double Win, figure. Right? Basho. Basho, was it Ishira I was talking about? Yeah, yeah. for quite a long time. Yeah, since 2016, I can see it. Jeez, at Mike Ishira okay. 15, he went 10 5. He won the Kanto Show. <laughs> so that's a bit harsh. He won it then. And here he went 11 4. It's his best score as a secretary. And he, he didn't win it. <laughs> that's fine. But he won the last seven in a row. Jeez. And I think he. Yeah, he just found a way to win. He he was doing 
big man sumo but also moving. He was doing strong sumo. I said at one point he was putting his muscles to the best use yeah. because he's so strong. Yep. He was throwing, he was pulling down, he was jumping around. Yeah, so he was also really fast. Big guy sumo but really fast. I think, I think in the past we've spoken about the fact that he's struggled with his identity mm -hmm. as a rikishi and as you said, I think this time he he stood tall. He wasn't trying that underneath the technique that we saw Uru do or that we see Enho do. He's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll put the work into these traps. Let's yeah. put them to use. Yeah. I mean, he beat Kotonawaka, uh, which is, yep. you know, he did so well as well. That was a big win for him. He beat Oho, who, uh, you know, failed at the end, but um, came in with a lot of force. He beat Tamawashi, he beat Kotoeko, yeah. who was who was in okay form. Do we want to quickly touch on Oho while we're here? Sure. So he was uh, new in Makuchi mm -hmm. after blazing through uh, Jurio in uh, 2021. So much uh, riding on him, I think. Everyone expects great things from him. I think he's only 21. He's 21. Just couldn't close it out. He was, we lost the last five days. Yeah. Yeah. He, it was like that Enho thing. Yeah. <laughs> where you're just waiting for him to win that final one. You're like, surely, come on. He's, everyone's on board. I know there's a lot of pressure, but he's, his sumo's going all right. Um. Let's just get a win. Let's just get yeah. that final win. It's cool. He's got a whole lot of time to get it. And he couldn't. He went seven and eight. So that's him dropping out at Maegashira 18 of Makuchi. Yeah. Dropping straight back down. But, I mean, I feel like I need to apply your thing here of he needs a bit more time. He he did blaze through Juro to an extent with one seven eight mm. in the middle, which is a, a good sign. And maybe he can just consolidate back in Juro in March. Yeah, I... It was disappointing though. It was disappointing and we all felt the disappointment. And I think each day that you're chomping up the black pill as it is, mm. uh, makes it harder and harder. But I don't know, he's 21, so much sumo ahead of him. Yep. He, he would have learned a lesson here. This was a teachable moment. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. He looked, he looked obviously very disappointed. I made some bad decisions when I was 21. <laughs> What was your worst decision at 21? Uh, deciding to continue with uh, an honours year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That you didn't want to do? No, nah, didn't want to do it. In? Behavioural science. Yeah. What so a you joke. So you finished it? I did, but like it took me two years to finish. But Why was that such a... Well, I know you went on and did point? something else. but Yeah, I mean, what's the point? When you don't want to do it. Yeah. Just to complete. Like maybe evaluate it at the end. Yeah, to push yeah anyway. I mean, it's probably something for our Patreon. That's not the worst feed. decision. <laughs> no, I know, I know. And <laughs> I well, I've what, heard a few worse. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, in terms, yeah, I know. In terms of, um, I'm just trying to say that when you're 21, you don't really know what your life's going to hold. Yeah, I think your best decision might have been to finish the degree. <laughs> well, actually, as I speak now, as a highly paid psychologist. <laughs> Yeah, no, you but didn't you know, continue no, but faith. you know what That's I mean? Fine. Like, I mean, you, you don't know what's ahead of you at 21. Mm. And I, I think as someone who's 44, mm. 44, yeah. 44, um, you're so young. Like you are, you're basically a child. 
to, to have that experience of going, this is what it feels like to not get kachakoshi after five yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a um It's a power of it's character building. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's a big child though. <laughs> he is a large nah, he'll child. Come back. He'll I'm looking forward to yeah, seeing yeah, him yeah. in Jurio. The two others we thought were shafted for special prizes were Hoshoryu and Onosho. So yep. let's uh, Yeah, let's let's have a little look there. So uh Hoshoryu has also <laughs> come into his sumo. Apparently, um Asashoryu is now on board. He's like you're doing better. I thought you should quit, but now I'm going to give you a bit of the old not bad, well, which what is a, huge for what him. What a big turn up. 11-4 uh, at Magashira 6. Well, so I mean alongside Arby, he held his own. The, I mean, the score, that's one thing. But for Asashori to come out publicly on social media and say, pretty good performance, kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, look, I mean. At he Magashira, beat Arby as well. He beat Arby. Wow. And I think maybe from memory he was the first to beat Arby. So he like started that um, because I, I feel like he beat Arby in the way that Arby's going to get beaten more and more from now on. Um, he kind of started that. that I think he beat Shorai. That's nothing to Well, let to me let me tell really. you about the people he lost to because I think there's a story here. Takara Fuji, he lost to Onosho. He lost to Okonomi and he lost to Shimonomi. Mm-hmm. Now, should he be losing to these rikishi? No. No. So there's still a few little tweaks he needs to make. Yeah. But when he does, and it'll happen in the fullness of time, <laughs> he's 22. Yeah. Now, when I was 22. Oh, no. First year honours. <laughs> What's the worst decision you made when uh, you well, were well, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> look, you don't do your literature review on dream studies, I think is the... <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yeah, very, very specific. Very complicated. But uh, look, I, I think twenty twenty two is going to be very kind to Hoshoryu. I think eleven four. Yeah. We're seeing a few people from Upper Magashira probably go Sanyaku. I think there's going to be spot for him up there. Mm. He's he been up Takanosho. There. That's yeah, a big one. That's a big actually. one because Takanosho looked really good this Basho. Yeah. So that's a big scalp for him. Yeah, he's always a, a good one to beat. And then he got his face all scraped up on the uh, the second last day. He had that gr- that awful. Gray's thing. And it looked, well a, done, Hoshori. It looked a mess on day 15 yeah, too, didn't mess. it? Yeah, big mess. And Onosho. So Onosho, uh, he was at uh, Magashira 5. He went 10-5 and we were just impressed with him. I love seeing Onosho yeah. do well. It's still a carryover from, you know, when we were at the sumo in 2016-17 and he was going to be the next Ozeki. Well, let's not, let's not mince our words here. When you met him. When I met him, yeah. when Anosha and I hung out. Yeah, you, you hung out. There's photo evidence yeah. of you hanging it out. It was two seconds but uh, and he looked very irritated. <laughs> yeah, he did. He looked annoyed. But uh, but he would have been uh, buoyed by your support. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I, I and felt I still that in support this So I what know. I'm saying is I still support him and <laughs> he, he came through with a, a few really good wins. And I, I actually don't think he deserved a special prize per se but um, he's – do you know what? He could have got an if win. I, I was just going to say that, an if win against Wakataka Kage on the final day. Yeah. Yeah. Which he didn't. We didn't, but he didn't have the chance to. I feel like they need a fourth special prize. Mm. don't know what it's called, but it's the prize you have when you're not having a special prize. Yeah. And just it's for, only for one person. <laughs> No, I think you can give them out freely here. There's no cash associated with them. Like, what does it cost? Do they get a little trophy? 
That's a good question. A I, th- I it's feel a like I've looked this up before. Do you get a you get a certificate? Do you get money? I don't think so. I don't know what the cost currently in Japan of printing out an A three on some good cardboard stock. You know. Well, how much? How can we get a, a Sumo Manichi special price? Just be like twenty by the or JSA. thirty yen. <laughs> All right. Who else did we like? <laughs> Here's someone we loved. In this basho, we saw something we haven't seen very often. If if it, I'm not going to say if ever, somebody will prove me wrong. The triple brother, Kachikoshi, Wakamoto Haru, Newly and Makuchi, such great times. We're going to, I think you're going to speak about him. Wakataka Kage and Wakataka Moto in yeah. Makushita. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Waka, you loved Waka, well, Wakamoto Haru. Yeah, I mean, through the last two years of lockdowns, I've been watching a lot of Jurio. And Wakamoto Haru has impressed me. There's nothing flashy about his sumo, but there's a there's a workmanlike uh, effort that he puts in every day. We saw it here. This is it's taken him a while to get to uh, Makuchi. Mm. He's got his younger brother there, but he looked completely unfazed. Just was solid day in day out. Was totally uh, impressed by his effort. Kachikoshi, it means he's hanging around, which yeah. I'm thrilled about. It's great news for him. We didn't see a double, triple brother Kachikoshi. That was all down to Oho, unfortunately. <laughs> got that Makikoshi on the final day because uh, his brothers um, also got Kachikoshi, so he was the one who let everybody down, unfortunately. Do you know, this is how much I was out of sumo this time around. I'm like, Oho has brothers? Yeah. I didn't know that. With I didn't Oho. know that. And the other one. Sadnomi was up against Oho. Sadnomi was up against Oho on the final day, and he just did not let up. Yeah, I mean that's Sadnomi though, isn't he? He was on seven seven, so of course he wanted to win as well. But he was in no danger of falling out of Makuchi. He just creamed. Yeah, he did, didn't (laughs) he? He really, really did. And that's what you love about Sadnomi. Yeah, never gives up. Now, how do you feel about um, Chonakuni? He he didn't have his best basho. He finished at 4.11. Mm-hmm. And look, I've got to say, if we, if we just analyse these four wins in isolation. Four out of the last five, we should say. Was it that? He got them all at the end. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, let's just analyse these four wins. Yeah. Let's not look at the 11 losses. He was amazing. <laughs> looked very, the Oshi Sumo looked good. Footwork looked great, <laughs> overwhelmed his opponents. Now, look, if we look at those four wins in context of the 11 losses, mm. boy, something was missing there. He yeah. missed out. He, he sat out last Basho due to not having COVID, but the hair, uh, locking down. Uh, oh, no, that was a long time ago. But he, he was out last time, wasn't he? No, he went 9-6. Hmm. But see, this is a great thing about me not... Really, yeah, you've going lost. Too deep. You've lost the whole history. He did nine six. <laughs> okay, so what's my excuse for him then? Help me. Well, I think, I think the excuse, unfortunately, is age and injury. Yeah. Um, Do you know I what? Think that's the reality of Chianakuni. Can I, I contrast his his performance with Shohozan? Yeah. Who is down? He, I think, he's Jurio three around the top of Jurio. You, you see these older, more experienced ricochet, they, they're doing what they did. It's just not as effective as it was yeah. against yeah. these younger ricochet. They're not quite as quick. They're not yep. quite as strong. Um, 
And every so often they'll fire up. Yeah. I think that's where they get the win. So you see it with Shahozan as well, I think. Yeah. Every so often he's got the extra energy or he gets in the right position yeah. or he, you know, his body clicks into muscle memory or something like that and he's able to um, pull off the win in the same style that he was before. And I think the same with Chunakuni, but in general, they're just a bit slower and a bit, I do think the injury is taking yeah, a toll. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, like similar with Shahorzan, like you look at the sumo in isolation, if you just look at them, they're doing the right things. It's just having no effect. Yeah. But how do you feel no, is what I I'm feel trying to get at. Bad. Yeah, okay. I feel real bad trying about to that. get you to talk no, about your wanna, feelings. don't want to talk about it. <laughs> look, he'll hang around in Makuchi, but I think a slip down at Jurio yep. could be it for him. And so I think... Come March, Chiena Cooney, a lot of questions to answer. Well, here's something to make you feel better. Now, look, Yokozuna, it seems too far off, but he did... Get a kachikoshi. Jeez, it's been so long since we played that song. <laughs> How long has it been? Uh, well, while you're looking, I'll, I'll just speak. He looked, he looked more solid this time around. He wasn't great. He only got eight seven. He wasn't able to continue on to the end with a few more wins that would have made this kachikoshi look a little bit cooler, <laughs> perhaps. But geez, when he hit that eight. Everyone's on board. Everyone's on board. I mean, is it Mike Ashira 17? This was an important win for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Echo and Jurio, could could any of us handle it or would we all just have to quit uh, sumo immediately? Great question. Look, he got his Kachikoshi on day 11 mm. and then took the foot off the pedal. Yes. He, he lost the last four days. Absolutely did. And, you know, I mean, I, I can't blame him fully. You know, once you get to that point, you're like, I'm cruising. Yeah, but like help yourself a bit. <laughs> well, exactly. You're like from Nobeoka. Because <laughs> he'll probably go to Magashira's 15 or 16, most likely. Give yourself a buffer, mate. Do you know I looked at the YouTube channel of the guy who made that song and he's got a few other songs, like there's a kid's song and a few other songs and they've all got like, I don't know, 20 likes or 70 yeah. likes or whatever you get when your friends like it. <laughs> The Kotoeko song has like several thousand <laughs> likes and I think it's because us. Because we, we watch it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, right. We watch it so often. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for giving this guy love. So he must be seeing these watchers come in and just going, what's happened? Yeah, I'm getting a lot, of, it. a lot of views from Melbourne, Australia, yeah. a place I haven't heard of. <laughs> uh, look, uh, yeah, if you took the last four days out, you'd say a commanding performance. Disappointing that he couldn't pick up uh, wins in those last four days. He lost to Wakamoto Haru, Hoshoryu, Ishiura and Chiyanakuni. So, you know, Mm. some good rikishi, some rikishi who are a bit out of form. I think he can do better. I think he'll do better in March. That's my prediction. Agreed. Uh, Aqua, we were both uh, on the um, get rid of the Kakanage train. It's not working for you. Mm. We're really disappointed in Akua this time around. Yeah, he didn't do too well, did he? Ended up 4-11. Yeah, at Magashira 10. <sighs> and just we've enjoyed Akua's sumo, sumo in the past and we've enjoyed his return to Makuchi and we've been very supportive of it and uh, all the accidents and everything. <laughs> but... Um, and look, we enjoyed his revival of the Kakanage. Yeah, 
I mean, at one point he tried it four times in one, yeah, one bout, bout, right? But he's still <clears> trying it over and over and it's not working and I think he needs to maybe expand out a little bit. Do you know that concept of um, is it learning or doing something where you let the garden grow and then you trim it back to what it is? Or it might be with creative pursuits that you you need to let things go loose mm-hmm. and then find out what is actually at the core of it. I think he's done too much of letting the garden grow. Yeah. Because we saw the Kakanage attempts come out a few times. They didn't really work. And it results in his sumo just looking a bit messy. Yeah, and one-dimensional as yeah, well. Yeah, one-dimensional. Exactly. Yeah, it's like I've... the garden is only full of Kakanage yeah. bushes. <laughs> <laughs> just trim it back. I think he needs to find his – he needs to centre his sumo a little bit. We're big fans, um, you know. I mean, it's been a while since he's had a car crash – yeah, maybe it's another one to. I shouldn't say that. Then. Well, Something look, I mean, happen you know, when I'll, we say I'll blame myself, when we say car crashes, there were a couple of bashos where he was in metaphorical it. car crash. I just think he needs to go from moving at a great speed to not moving at a great speed very mm. quickly to sort his sumo out. Mm. Chiamari was someone else we were disappointed with because we thought at the start he won four out of his first Jeez. five bouts, and we said, you know, on day five. Something's, something's changed. He's very confident. He's moving really well. This could be a great sign for him at Magashira 13. It could be a bit of a rise back up. And then it was really patchy yeah, and he ended that... up 7-8. There was something we were talking about really early was his, in those first five days, the footwork was crisp. When a big ricochet like Chiamari gets the footwork right, and we know he's quite lithe in the legs. He just looks so good. He was on the attack. Mm. Beat in those first five days, he beat Yutakiyama, he beat Ishiura, he beat Ichiyamamoto, and he beat Wakamoto Haru. Mm. Like they're good competitors down yep. that part of the ranks. And the, then the wheels fell off. They, they did. The funny Chiyamari story that I remember from this special was that his, his brother has obviously retired, Chiyotori. And was on the uh, coverage. So he's a man of few words Jeez. anyway. So he's, you know, he's struggling a little bit. He's he's okay. He wasn't the main commentator. He was off in the... In the booth. The black booth. Um, and he was doing okay. And then they asked Chiyomaru about it after his bout. Well, they said, did you know your brother was watching today? And now Chiyomaru lost that day. I think it was day six he lost, I think, against Teretsuyoshi. Yeah. And they said, how do you feel losing uh, with your brother in the commentary booth? And he said, I, I forgot he was there. I didn't know. I mean, could you think of I forgot of a, about it. Could you think of a more Chiamari response? <laughs> you don't get the feeling that they're very close, do you? Well, I wonder. I mean, we don't really get that insight, which is, mm. which is such a shame in this sport. We don't always get to see or understand, to be fair, you know, with Japanese and everything, um, exactly what's happened. I feel like I've seen a lot of photos of the two together. Um, so I always felt that they were closer yeah. than some brothers. For example, we haven't talked about Hidenumi at all. He's done for gambling and he's out probably of the sport. There you go. That's my summary. Um, but Hidenumi and Tobizaru, for example, I don't know about the Waka brothers. Um, but I always I, thought that Chiamaru and Chiotori were kind of close. Yeah. I always feel that with the Waka brothers, and again, this is all just what we get. It's all speculation. But I would feel that they would 
when it comes to, I was going to say Christmas, probably not Christmas in Japan, but other significant cultural holidays, mm. we'll probably together. have a great time together. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They're what's the equi- off their traps. <laughs> Who's got the bigger ones? What, what's the equivalent of backyard cricket in Japan? I mean, would you throw some rope in the backyard? And Gosh, I feel like you're the one who lived in Japan for three years. Yeah, you well, should we, know this. Well, we definitely some didn't kind of celebrate. Bocce, Japanese bocce. I don't know. Maybe they throw some rope down and have a few bouts. Tug of war? No, no, no. Throw a circular oh. bit of rope down and push each other around a bit. I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. I mean, we didn't sell. I mean, celebrations in Japan. You don't celebrate Christmas, and no one has backyards, so I I mm. can't speak to yeah, either of those things. But imagine Chiotori. He's on the broadcast. He's like doing his best, and then Chimera's like, "Oh, I forgot." I See, forgot that's what on. I think. I feel that that's a massive slap to the face. <laughs> Maybe it's just how it works in the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I oh, mean, oh, Chiamari. Exactly. What a joker. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it's just japes. Hanker watch mm. now. There are a few. We didn't take note of all of them. We're not writing notes. But I think the worst for me was Chiatairu on day 13 against Wakamoto Haru. It was mm. made worse because it was against Wakamoto Haru, who we were very yeah. much enjoying at this stage. Chiatairu usually goes straight forward. Went to the side. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, look, let's look for some positives here. It was clean. You don't see Chiatairu do it very often. Yes, that's true. And it was effective. Now, now that we've got that out of the way, don't do it against Wakamoto Haru. No, rude. <laughs> it's rude. Exactly. He, he's been a, like a beacon of consistency and great solid sumo. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Well, it was nice to see um, Chiyoshoma getting hankered on day 14 by Tsurugisha. Oh, I um, laughed. Well, and let's break this down. I laughed so hard yeah. at this. And it, especially because it was Tsurugisho, someone who's, he's a straight up guy. Yeah. Big ricochet, probably not the quickest lateral movement. Yeah. But just to see him <laughs> do Chiyoshoma yeah. like that. Yeah. Especially after Chiyoshoma hankered on Osho on day oh, six, which absolutely. we could have very dog hacked. Yeah. Didn't like that. Given the very qualifier there. Uh, Chiyoshoma, he, he was such an enigma for yeah, me, this yeah. Because his match against Teranofuji, I really enjoyed. I thought he showed the sumo that he's capable of. And I don't know why he doesn't do it more often. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. Uro versus. Oh, yep. I was just going to no, go. Yeah. I mean, Chiyoshoma ends at 4-11. And mm. I don't think that score reflects the quality of sumo that he did this basha. As you said, like, yeah, I mean, there was the hanker there, but he looked all right. And I think the re- I really identified the reason that I get so frustrated with his hankers is because his sumo is so good. Yeah. And when he, when he's just doing solid sumo, he looks fantastic. Yeah. But now he's become known for this dog act. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. He could, he could do better. He could do better. You could do better. And he needs to do better. I guess you're a five though, you know? Yeah. He flew too close to the sun. (laughs) You're going to get burned. Ura (laughs) versus Takakesho on day three. Our judgment on this, in case anyone's waiting for this. It was a meet and move. Clear hand on the left shoulder from Ura before he moved aside. Yeah. That's my judgment. I think it's important to remember <laughs> that Henker is a spectrum. Yeah. It's a spectrum. Well, yeah. And, you know, the Marshman Index tells yeah. us that it's just not as simple as going, did someone Henker? Or did someone move at the touchy eye, left or right? 
it's a complex equation. We need to recognize that. Yep. And sometimes the heart knows best. And my heart said, you're fine here. Yeah. Well, there are a few people who are going to drop down to Jurio. Tsurigisho is one of them. It's it's especially galling for him because apparently he got um, robbed. His apartment got robbed. Did you hear this? On the second last day of the basho, which is why he came out and lost on the final day because he was up to 3 a.m. filling in a police report. Yeah, you told me about this today. Um, shocking. Yeah. So shocking for a few reasons. Firstly, I was like, wow, he's got his own place. I kind of figured yeah. he'd be living at the Haya. Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, maybe he's married. Sometimes when you, you know, you get married, you move out and you live with your do we know? Do we know his relationship status? I don't know it. Why don't you know? I don't, I'm sorry. You need to do <laughs> Who better. Who knows it? <laughs> um, Someone tell me so I don't have to take this. <laughs> but also, I mean, like getting your entire house robbed in Japan, I think would be a very rare mm. thing. Yeah. And unpleasant for that oh. very reason as well. You would feel you, extra violated. Have you ever had a house break in or I have. Stolen? Well, actually, I had a weird thing where um, I have had a house break in, but the weirder thing for me was I was parking my car outside the house in the actual space provided by the apartment and it became apparent over a, a week that somebody was living in my car, which is distressing for a number of reasons that, you know, somebody has to do that yeah. and also that there was, you know, beer bottles and drug paraphernalia and stuff in my car every night. So they they figured out it was a laser, Ford laser, Ford laser gear. It was gold coloured. Yeah. And um, they could flick the lock and they were just living in there. But I, I do know that, yeah, there's a feeling of um, being unsafe. It's mm. not a great feeling. No, and having to return or stay in that yeah. place where you've had that happen. Totally. So yeah, I, uh, no uh, wonder he lost perhaps on oh, day. That's really rough. Day 15 anyway. He's down to Jurio. So that's the outcome Well, I wonder whether we couldn't get a rank freeze. Well, change. Let's start a change. <laughs> forward slash Tsurigisho rank freeze. Rank freeze. Oh, seven, eight. He goes down to Jurio as well. Kai Say. Now, mm. he went out injured. Uh, five wins, seven losses, three days off. Um, days off. <laughs> Never quite the appropriate thing to describe it. At uh, Magashira 17, he will drop to Jurio. He's been down there, you know. When was the last time he was there, though? Have you got that in front of you there? I feel like (laughs) his effort, it still felt like he was putting in. Well, it feels recent, but it was 2019. Yeah, okay. November 2019. Mm. And he was only down there for two. So I, f- I feel like he'll come back, but maybe he's someone too who's feeling the weight of injury a little bit. Has we Do we know if his house has been robbed recently? <laughs> Have we it got hasn't any, come out. No, nothing about that. Uh, look, I, I, I think Kai say he's a, he's a career ricochet. Mm. He'll be in Jurio for a little bit. I think his size and experience will see him return mm. to the lower ranks of Makuchi very, very soon. I hope so. He's such a much-loved ricochet. Now... There's a big question, Ichiyamamoto. Yeah. What What did you see this basho? Well, he went five ten, Maegashira uh, fifteen, which means he, by my calculations, will drop. Um, uh, he, it's timing, for me and him. I think he's, his timing felt really off, and I don't know if that's just me watching it or, whether that's the actual truth. He just 
what maybe wasn't using the arms as much. I don't know if he's seen Arby style and he's like, I'm not like that. I need to do something else. I need to be more three-dimensional or whether he's, I don't know why he would do that because I'll be so successful at the moment. I'm totally making that up. But that, No, but that's very, very interesting because I think you could, you could compare Ichiyamamoto's style to Abi. Yeah. But Perhaps we, he's lost his style a little well, bit. Well, I feel like his Oshi Sumo mm. went missing yeah. this time around. And when his opponent could get close, he had very, very few answers. Uh, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it wasn't great for it him. It wasn't great. Um, we, Especially we, since he just won the Juriagu show and, and yeah. popped back up. I mean, he was so happy to get that. It looked like a real success and a real confirmation of perhaps some work he'd done on his his form. And It kind of feels like to me who, you know, I watch sumo, I don't know a lot about it, the actual physical part of it, but it feels like he needs to just to go, this is the one thing I do well. And just put in and just mm. do that Oshi style where he mm. attacks high. It's it's very much what we've seen Arby succeed with. But it's just needs to work out a way to keep his opponents a distance out of the touchy eye. Yeah. Yeah, he certainly lost to some people he absolutely shouldn't have. Nishikigi up from Juria shouldn't have lost to. Teretsuyoshi probably um, was another win he should have got. Ishira, fair enough. Kotoeko on the edge. Takarafuji, you know, he was fighting... Yeah. Higher there. Yeah. Um, Chiamaru possibly should have beaten. I mean, looking at his his matchups, there there are a lot of informed people down the bottom. Yeah, that's a, that's absolutely right. So he, yeah, he just wasn't. Yeah, but after saying, a you show, are you saying he might have been a little unlucky? Can I don't be... think so. I think he. I think something happened. Yeah. I think he his either his. There's some injury. There's something at yeah. play we don't know about. Yeah. Or um, his technique is just not quite up to it. Mm. <laughs> well, why don't we change focus a little bit and talk about the Jurio Rikishi who are going to come up. Absolutely. Some good news stories. Yeah. Yeah. So Kodoshoho is the, the real good news story here at, at Jurio 2. The Jurio Yusho came down to him and Yago, which was a surprise. He was down the bottom at Jurio 14. Hey, didn't Yago look good though? Yago looked fantastic. He has been up in Makuji before. He's, you know, he's a solid Sekitori. And from what I understand, his problems come from injury, from a back injury. So if that comes under control, his sumo can be really strong. And it certainly was this time around. Um, they it, it came down to a playoff between those two. So um, Toka... Toha Kuryu was in the race as well. Um, he lost, so it um, came down to Kodoshoho and Yago, who both lost um, <laughs> and ended up in a playoff. But Kodoshoho looked looked fantastically wow, didn't he? strong and, and quite fast and if not back in form to, you know, go up to Sanyaku or something, at least form to carry himself hopefully to mid-Makuchi. Yeah, I, I think there was a, I don't know, there felt like a skill difference. He came in so confident. Uh, yeah, I think he'll he'll come back, right? Uh, yes, yeah. of course he will. Yep. Um, I think he might have a good time down in Makuchi in March. Yeah, it's always hard because a lot of people are dropping at the moment, aren't they? There's a lot of flux. And so it, it actually ends up that a lot of good Rikishi end up in mid to bottom um, Magashira ranks. And it's actually quite challenging down there on and off. So 
What? Has he... We'll have our questions answered in March. I think he's he's got a challenge, but I think he could rise to it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think the trend has been, I'm not sure historically how this plays out, but certainly in the last few years, the lower Maegashira ranks, you see some breakout performances. Mm. And then you see higher Maegashira ranks, you suffer some bad casualties mm. up there. It's very, very hard to make your way to Sanyaku these days. Yeah. Um, but great to see Kodoshoho in that mix again. I think we've, we've missed him up there. Yep. It'll be great to have him back. Kagiyaki at uh, Jurio One, he got his kachikoshi and I assumed that he'd pop back up. But I have seen since somebody say that he might just stay at Jurio One, which would be super harsh. I guess, there's, I mean, there's four people <laughs> dropping out. So yeah. I think, I think they'll, fi- take one they'll find spots. a spot for him. Nishikigi, he will probably come back up to Makuchi as well, which is great. And Kodokuzan, uh, Maybe. He went 10-5 at Jurio 4. If uh, we haven't done Banzuke speculations, probably a lot of you have, but uh, if there's a spot for him, he might uh, pop up as well. He had that horror time where he came into Jurio, went straight back down, but now he's got it together. He's mm. strong and he's fighting really well. So that's great news for him. Um, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to some friends from Jurio. Chiorashi, uh 6-9 at Jurio 13. He'll go out. Kodayusho, the Nara boy. Mm. Um, we feel very close to him. Also at Jurio 13, keeping it consistent also on 6-9. Chiona Or, 0-5 and 10 days yeah, off. Yeah, he went out uh, with injury, so mm. that means that he'll drop out. I wonder about him whether he'll come back. Wow, it's, it's that's pretty harsh. It's been a career. <laughs> that was dotted, just a feeling I suddenly no had. dotted by injury. I think he'll be back. I, I think he has a career in Jurio. Yeah, he'll yeah. he'll work his way back to Jurio. Shiden, he was uh, Hidenomi's uh, gambling friend, so he did not show up and will um, in his Jurio debut. Do we can we just talk quickly about this Hidenomi Shiden out for gambling? Were they gambling on sumo? I don't think so. Okay, what's the problem? Let's move uh, on. Japan. <laughs> Japan, all right. Japan not liking gambling. I don't know. Asaniyama, he will be out of Jurio as well. I just want to so. do quickly say I'm anti-gambling. Oh, oh okay. I don't yeah. like the idea of it. And especially in Australia, we have a bad problem. Yeah. Massive problem. Gambling ads everywhere. Like, you know, I'm lucky I've never been interested in gambling, but I think if you had a problem, the kind of advertising in this country is shocking. So I understand it's a serious thing. I quite like their stance. I was just feeling hidden Umi and I'm so disappointed. Yeah. I'm really disappointed yeah. that yeah. he's involved in that. Um, and you know, if it means he leaves the sport, well then that's what has to happen. But yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. it's absolutely it's disappointing. It's no good. Yep. And how he finished on six and nine at Jurio 10. That's uh, not great for him. He did show some signs, didn't he? How did you feel about Enho this time Look, around? I, like I think there's a lot of excitement when he steps up on the dojo. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. his future? It's a, what's, it's a, I try to think of it and it's just a blurry mess. I just can't think of what's going to happen for him. Has everyone, I mean, let us know what you think about Enho. Has he, is he disappearing from the sport? Well, I mean, He's a beloved Rikishi. Will we see him in the mid Maegashira ranks again? Probably not. Would well, be he my has guess. to be. He has to be fighting, thinking he'll be back there. 
Well, of course, but, but I mean, maybe, maybe he's just someone who's incredibly exciting and provides great resistance in Upper Jurio. But like, again, you know, we, we speak about Chiena Cooney doing the things that look like they're doing their style and not being effective. I felt we saw that again with Enho. It, it looks like Enho Sumo, but it's just not picking up the wins. Mm. And that at the end of the day is your job. Yep. Absolutely. It's your key performance indicator. And it it was Hiradumi's job on day 15. He went into this at 7 and 7. At Magashira 14, his uh, Sekitori career was on the line and he won. He beat Daimami and he stays in Jurio. And it was one of the best. I only bring this up because it was one of the best swaggers. Wasn't it? I've seen in sumo. He was so relieved and so happy. <laughs> yeah. He just did destruct a Long the dough. You're exactly awesome. You're exactly right. It was triumph mixed in equal parts with relief. Yeah. But what it ended up with was a pretty damn good swagger. Yeah. Go and watch. Go back and watch yeah. it. Day 15, Hirodumi. Now we have done our Sumo Manichi Jurio Awards. We didn't we didn't do our commentary. Um, we missed out on that, which is something we absolutely love to do, but we have decided to award our Awards, anyway. We've given the Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me to an experienced ricochet who doesn't let age deter them, either with or without Makuchi experience. It's a long <laughs> award title, but this time around it goes to Nishikigi. He went 9-6 at Jurio 2, which included, as we said before, forcing Yago into a playoff for the show <laughs> on day 15. Now, can I just check, how old do you think Nishikigi oh, is? Oh, yeah, he's young. After saying it's an, but he's experienced. Ah, I yes. think he's thirty-two. Okay, let's One, see. Thirty-one. <laughs> Are you going to lock that in? Uh, I'm going to lock in thirty-two. He's thirty-one. Oh, You've done very, very well. <laughs> he did enter sumo. Well, seventeen years ago now. Yeah. No, that's not right. Sixteen years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty close. He when, didn't really when need he to qualify was, that. Well, you know, I mean, it does make a difference. Went 2-3 in car park sumo in the first time. So oh, I feel like you set want the to alarm. everyone on that. <laughs> oh, I mean, the fact he turned up for five days is a miracle. I guess so. The Rising from the Swamp Award, this is for success at Jurio 13 or 14. And that, of course, goes to Iago. He was at Jurio 14. He did a bang-on job. Yeah, he was amazing. Yep, and he'll be plummeting up the ranks. Plummeting like up. To say. I love it. Plummeting up. That's my energy for 2022. Yeah. I'm going to plummet upwards. <laughs> Let's all commit to that. I yeah, think it's a, a, it. a good thing to do together. Um, you might have, you might remember that we, we don't have very much luck with our sake ordering and we made a big order with sake uh, online.com.au, which didn't arrive in time for the bash day. So this time we decided to change it up. We went with super sake. And uh, today is Monday, the day after the end of the January Hatsubasho and our sake arrived today. Look, Super Sake, I do have to qualify that I ordered it on the first Monday. Yeah, this is more Australia Post's issue. Yeah. Um, but we have decided to give out the Super Sake Award, um, nevertheless, to the champion of tomorrow. And we've given it, this is a fair one, to Kota Shoho. Yeah. He has been up in Makuchi, but he's still quite young and inexperienced and we'd like to uh, put our stamp on him for someone that we're watching and we think will do really well. And finally, the one cup, one technique, technique prize we're giving to Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji has rediscovered the Katasukashi. Yeah. 
You could just feel it change. Like even when there were bouts where he didn't win by that technique, you could feel him looking for it. And then suddenly they started landing in that second week. Yep. And, you know, we were screaming at his opponents. Yep. Watch the shoulder, watch the shoulder. Yep. And they and never did. And they never did. <laughs> and they went down. Uh, but great to see that ankle injury settling for him and that, yeah, he, that he can a few. Yeah, provide some resistance. I want to see him back in Makuchi. Yeah, me too. Um, I think a lot of people loved him. He's from Isagahama. He, um, you know, he was quite prominent maybe in, in Terana Fuji's rise and, and someone who contributed. So at Juria 8 going 9-6, it wasn't great, but as you said, he, he – showed up in that second week. Absolutely. He didn't let his losses get him down and he rediscovered the technique that that can bring him wins. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of a dichotomy perhaps to, to talk to Akoi about ditching the Kakanaga uh. when we're encouraging Midori Fuji to keep the Katasukashi, but... Oh, it, it feels, feels like a, natural for him. feels like a different conversation that you'd have with both of those two. I feel like Midori Fuji has other uh, things to fall back on, mm. other cards in his deck. I feel that are quite great. You've, you've explored that technique. Let's have a look at others. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to see Ryudan come back up to Jirio. Um, he didn't win the Makushita Yu show. That was Nishikawa. He was beaten. That's fair enough. But Ryudan, he's uh, going to be back. We're also going to see the best smile in sumo, the beautiful boy Atami Fuji. Come back up, uh, come back up, come up for the first time to uh, Makushita and Shimazumi. And there's a couple of other guys who could get up there as well. There's some other Makushita good news, which is Akiseyama, who went uh, 6-1 at Makushita 30. So he'll keep. Great signs. Just hasn't yeah. even, hasn't retired. He's still going. He's still doing good sumo. I think we, that jaw. we got to see him fight on day 15, which was nice to see. And he looked in control, completely in control. A lot of sumo that we've so talked about. So much sumo. We, we haven't really talked about Sanyaku much. There's a really interesting um, Sanyaku conversation for March that will play out. I'm really interested to see how that will go because we have, oh, we haven't talked about Shodai. Shodai will be Kataban. Takakesho will be Kataban. Um, Mitakumi will be Ozeki. So we'll have three Ozeki, but two of them Kataban. That leaves, um, oh, and Takanosho at Sekiwake went um, Makakoshi. Mm. So there's two Sekiwake slots available. Both the Komasubi, Daisho and uh, Meisei went um, Makakoshi as well. So there's going to be a big switch up in Sanyaku. It seems like Takanosho will probably fall to one of the Komasubi slots, which leaves... Two Sekiwake and one Komasubi free for the likes of Ura, for the likes of Abi, uh, Wakataka Kage, fingers crossed, we'll get a go in there. Can we just talk about the Ozeki for now? Sure. Um, so we have two f Ozeki now going into March Kataban. We have a new Ozeki in Mitakumi. How many will we see in May, do you think? How many Ozeki? Well, I mean, as a Shodai fan, I always have to qualify that. I do like the guy and I know everyone's down on him and I know he's gone full floppy Shodai at the moment. Um, I think he, I know his fighting spirit prizes are being questioned. I think he has shown great sumo. I think his rise to Ozeki is um, 
part of the sumo landscape we find ourselves in. I don't think him being on Ozeki is a problem. Um, having got to Ozeki is a problem. I think the problem is now him maintaining it. Well, you know, the great, th- I, I completely agree. The great thing about sumo, it sorts itself out regardless yeah. of what we think. Yeah. I mean, it does, exactly. It doesn't matter what we think. Exactly. He, and it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. He, he earned his Ozeki rank. Yeah. Within the landscape, I do think that's a little bit of a qualifier. You know, there's not Yokozuna at the moment. There's not strong Yokozuna. There's not other strong Ozeki. But he fought his way there. With he did. He a, did. Absolutely. a strong Yokozuna. Yeah, absolutely. Who wasn't there a lot of the time, but, mm. um, yeah, look, I wonder, I, my prediction is that Takakesho is going to enjoy that the spotlight isn't on him. Mm. So much. And, and that because the spotlight will be on Mitakumi. Mitakumi. I yep. think so. Yeah, right. I, I think Mitakumi coming into this rank is going to take the pressure off Takakesho. Yeah, you could be right. Who knows what it means for Shodai? I just think that, and now with Mitakumi and, you know, the the rest of the crew showing that Terunofuji has chinks in his armor, he's fallible, mm. it just it sets up 2022 to be quite uh, an even landscape where. Where you can win a U show. Mm. I, I was thinking we're going into 2022 going, we're going to see Zen show after Zen show from Terunofuji. What do you think? Would you be surprised if he pulled out in March? Mm, I don't know. I mean, we, it's funny. We, we predicted that perhaps there was some injury or some re-aggravating of that knee injury. I, it's hard to, it's really hard to say. And we didn't hear anything about it. Mm. Um, I mean, look, he still went very, very close to winning the thing. There did seem to be a change though, didn't there? Oh, there was an abs- absolutely, there was a change. Yeah. There was so, a, a feeling. But, but you know, I think the magic of Hatsubasho, I mean, in previous years we've had new Rikishi winning for the last six years. But what we do have is we've been set up for a year that just anything could happen. Yeah. Um, I think Arby would be pretty keen. Arby would be very keen and, and it's real for him. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely real. And the son Yaku looks like, as you said, completely in flux. Yeah. Um, I think we'll sit here in 2023 and go, wow, what a year. Well, honestly, you could see in son Yaku, you could see um, Hokuto Fuji. He didn't, he only got went six, nine this time around, but I can see him coming yep. back. Onosho, Hoshori. Yeah, Hoshori. <laughs> Um, Takiyasu wasn't even in this. He's, he's going to drop down, but I suppose he could, actually, that's probably less likely. Ura is coming up. Wakataka Kage. Kiribayama needs to re-find his rhythm. We haven't talked about mm. it, him at all, and that's because I'm so disappointed in him. <laughs> there, there were some, there were some at the high end. points. At the I, end. I think he, mm. I don't think 6-9 really reflects his effort. Mm. That's just, always the way with him. Yeah, I know. I know. And that, and, and you're right, maybe that's the problem. Ichinojo, Daesho has a Yusho. Yeah. Meisei could come up. I mean, even someone like Toby Zaru could well, I was just shock gonna, everyone out of it. It's funny you say that because I was just about to bring his name up. We haven't spoken about him yet. Another Rikishi who finished on 6-9, but some real uh, encouraging moments from him. I thought we saw some very solid sumo from him this time around. That's all he needs to do. Yep. I think you're right that we're set up for a really, really exciting year. I didn't even mention Takanosho then. I mean, he he's sort of stagnated a little bit there, but 
Who knows he could have a <laughs> blinding flash and look, of form. It, now that we're just mentioning Ricochet, we haven't mentioned at before. Random. At random. Because <laughs> yeah. we're at that point in the podcast. Go for it. But you're giddy. <laughs> I actually had a guess then who you were going to say. <laughs> was it him? I was like, who could it possibly be out of people we haven't mentioned? And I went for Tamawashi then. I oh. never in a million years would have imagined you said Neil Giddy. No, then. only because I think I think the fact that he he sat out for two days and no. came back really reflected on how much I was like interacting with the sumo oh, this time yeah. around. Didn't even realize. Well, because you were like, <laughs> when did Neil Giddy come back? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we anyway, but um, Yogiri really just faded past yeah, us this yeah. time around. But do we want to talk about Tamawashi? Another, <laughs> an- another also has a U show, also has a U show, also At got a M387. Yep, just looks so good. Oh, no, sure, there's a lot of people. Tochinoshin, gee, I like saying that name. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know Tochinoshin? Oh, he fought hard, he fought so hard. Mm. What did he end up on? Seven, eight. Seven, eight. Yeah. He's still got a lot of power left. Well, look, I tell you, I mean, he's one of these ricochet who is not going to go quietly into the, into the night. He's <laughs> going to, he's going to put up a fight every single day. And, yeah. and look, the, the, the lower he slips, the more I like him. Yeah. Cause he just, yeah. he fights every day. Something I can't claim to do. Very, very strong. <laughs> well, I think we've, look, we've Are covered we at the end. I think, <laughs> I think we're at the end. I think it might be the end. Scroll down. Yep. I'm not going to talk good. about all of the other U show winners. There were lots of young Plenty guys. Of... There was a guy, the guy who won Sundown May was a unit. He was so, such a big guy. That was Go back Mu- and have a look. Mukai something. Scroll down. Uh, Mukai Nakano. Yeah. Yep. He's from Miyaginobaya. Yeah. Keep an eye out for <laughs> 19 this 19 years old, charging up through the ranks. Beware of this guy. Look out for him. Absolutely. Because he's a solid. Looks unit. dangerous. Why don't we finish off with probably what was one of our highlights of the whole Basho. Uh, one of the traditions at the end after um, all the prizes have been handed out is that the young Ricochet will come out and uh, hoist one of the younger Georgies up in the air. And we, we've seen this Basho after Basho where it's five or six of them limply lifting someone up into the air. Yeah, they barely get air. Barely get air. No what happened time. this time? They <laughs> they threw him up so high. On the first one, there was a little bit of hang time. It's cool. It's like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Like usually they you don't calibrate. get this much air. Yep. Second time, too much. They nearly dropped him on yep. the second drop. Yep. There's still one to go. Yeah. What they, do they do? They chucked him Yeah. so far up. Have a look on... Uh, Oh, it's on my personal Twitter. I think I retweeted it anyway. Amy Bennett, why not? So Neutron good to girl see. On I mean, like, you know, I think we've seen a lot of things. And this is the, you know, in conclusion, I would say that one of the things I've struggled with, with us taking a break this basho, is for mm. me to separate my uh, engagement with the sumo just being as a fan versus mm-hmm. someone who covers it mm-hmm. with, was this the best basho we've seen? There yeah. were just so <laughs> many highlights. Yeah, we did feel... Very connected to it. Yeah, I don't know, but it could just be that it was a great basho and we happened to take this basho off. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, I think we've talked about sumo for a long time, so um, please enjoy this. We weren't planning to do one, uh, an episode afterwards, but you know, we had a, we realized we do actually really like talking about it. We were moved. We were moved. Um, with everyone who listens, uh, thank you for putting up with us taking a bit <laughs> of a break. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for your words that um, made it clear that 
you had our well-being at heart because yeah. I think at the moment in this uh, time the main thing that we can do is try to have each other's well-being at heart and that really made us feel from people who are on the opposite end of the earth um, in a lot of cases that, yeah, that we had support. Yeah, it meant and a it, lot. It meant a lot. And so this is Sumo Manichi. Weird final post-basho <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, we are clocking out and we will see you in March. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.